welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Back again. Back again. We're back. We're back on the horse. Back in the saddle. Steady coming at you with the content. Gentlemen, how are we? Wonderful. Good, man. We're good. We just had them uh, championship games. Good times. Hey, football. Football, but Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of rough goes. Rough go for uh, San Fran, I think, more so than the Bengals. Yeah. Quick. Eagles or Chiefs? Call it. Eagles. They're healthy. I'm going to say Chiefs, man. It's just hard to bet, bet against Mahomes. I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to go Eagles. They, the offensive and defensive line is just so, so good, man. They it dominate is, San Fran. But at the end of the day, they're they're healthy. They're healthy. Yeah. They're a healthy team going against a not-so-healthy team. Not healthy at all. And that's really Plus, that's what it comes down to at this point in the season. Who's the healthiest? Brock Purdy, man. Brock Purdy, he had a uh, torn UCL. Man's probably going to need Tommy John surgery. They they kept him in the game. I really was hoping we'd see McCaffrey at quarterback just running wildcats. He would have been better than Josh Johnson. That's for sure. Yeah, Josh Johnson made it a whole half a quarter, I think. Uh, I wanted to see Christian McCaffrey sling it. He's an athlete, dude. He probably would have hit one fifty sure yards downfield on the nose. Yeah. What so what does this do? What does this do for the quarterback controversy for San Fran next year? Let's trade Lance all the way. Jimmy G is definitely out next year, right? He is. Um I'm hearing Jets for him. Where does Aaron Rodgers go if he goes to the Jets? I'm hearing Rodgers could be going to the Raiders. I'm hearing Col- Derek Carr to the Dolphins. Texans. I'm hearing he no. I'm He's, hearing I'm hearing Tom Brady to the Raiders. Um, I'm definitely hearing Derek Carr to the Dolphins. They said Derek Carr is a great fit for New York, but personality-wise, with him and Sala, um, it's not a good fit. So they're saying Derek Carr to the Dolphins could probably happen. Um, what or, is Derek Carr's personality, man? Does anybody know what is that? Uh, cocky, I think, is what it is. And just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You don't really hear about his personality too much. He said he wasn't going to play football for any other team before they uh, gave him that extension. You remember that full no trade clause and all that. So he's really going to pick where he goes unless yeah. he gets released, in which case he'll still pick where he goes because he'll be a free agent. Yeah, but that's that's where I, that's what I'm hearing now. Who's your front runner, though, for San Fran? That's kind of what I was getting at, Wayne. Oh, no clue. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I think Trey it Lance. I mean Trey Lance, for, right? For Trey Lance, I think he's the front runner. It just sucks because Brock Purdy had this great run, and it's not even his fault. You know, they didn't lose the game in a heartbreaking fashion because Brock Purdy sucked. Man had his elbow torn into pieces. All I could do is hand it off. So I mean, that's just how it is, though. Sometimes, man, Trey Lance has the draft capital. And Trey it's Lance, he beat him out in camp. He's already beat him out. He was ahead of the depth charges to start the year. Well, Brock Purdy was a rookie this year, and 
Trey yeah, Lance had that. It, Trey Lance, though, is kind of still a rookie just because of Trump. game experience. Yeah. yeah. I know he's got league experience, but like he's started one game, two games. I didn't think the Texans were making a move for anybody. I thought they were, it was like a foregone conclusion that they were drafting a quarterback. Yeah, I think so. And they, they absolutely could. I mean, we'll see. This is this is super, super early. We haven't even had the Super Bowl yet. I'm sure all kinds of rumors are going to get flying. I think I think Kellen Moore goes there. Kellen Moore actually already got signed somewhere. He's the he's the Chargers offensive coordinator now. I totally missed that. Did he really? Just happened today. Uh, Kellen Moore, Chargers offensive coordinator, which I don't think I love for Austin Eckler, to be honest with you. Yeah. Favorite plays to run four curl routes right to the sticks. I fight a nickel for every time I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, I like it for Justin Herbert. I, I really do. I like it more for him, but... The reason why I liked Austin Eckler so much over the last couple of years is because they had signed the Saints offensive coordinator uh, for years. Yeah, yes, that's right, Lombardi. And uh, Kamara crushed it with him. So, you know, he kind of brought that over. Austin Eckler scored more touchdowns. I think I saw today, Austin Eckler over the last two years has scored more touchdowns than Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb combined with 38. It's insane. He's an animal, man. So, we almost rode him to back-to-back championships. Almost, man. If we could just get a tight end, we'd be unstoppable. Man. Or Josh Allen didn't clunk out on us at the end of the year. Or if Jamar Chase played. Are you guys going to reach for Meyer at, what, 110? We'll have to see where the board falls, honestly. You never know with these things. I didn't think we were going to get Jalen Waddle a couple of years ago. Wayne was adamant and i told him he was stupid and then i i looked stupid because he fell to us mars our backup backup plan i got a guy that i want bad uh goni doesn't think he's gonna fall to us i'm pretty confident he'll fall to us and if he does we're absolutely taking him um but if he doesn't fall to us and yeah we might pivot for that reach who who is that don't worry about it man I'm drafting eight like eight spots before you, man. You don't have to worry about me. I get it. Don't you don't you have multiple firsts in this league? I have a one, the one and the four. Okay, you got multiples in front of us, and we we play in a league where I know at least one of the guys in the league with us listens. You'll okay. see, man. You'll see. You'll Fair see. Enough. Fair enough. Well, I, I'll just tell you now, man. If he's any good, he's not getting past the four. I mean, I'm I'm not expecting a top four guy. I'm not okay. thinking that that's going to drop all the way to the eleven. Okay, hey, I'll tell you this though, but just because of full transparency, I sure hope you guys let Jackson Smith and Jigba go right by you. I'll take him at the one twelve. I don't think he makes it there. Let him go right by you. I heard he's going to be a horrible combine player, so he might fall. He, he's more How of a can game. You predict player? being a horrible combine player, and if you can, why would teams, why, why would teams care? You know, if they see what he is, and they're like, oh, he might have had, he probably won't have a good combine though. He, he might have one terrible day coming up here soon. Well, well what it does is, is it gives the players who have great combines a chance to be in the same tier as him. It always pushes those guys up, and it'll drop players like him down a little bit. 
Isn't it so wild, though, that, like, this one day of this professional athlete's life is weighed so heavily? DK Metcalf, dude. He's the number one example. It's it's just nuts to me. Like, this one day, regardless of how your, uh, you know, college season prior to it went, it can make or break you for sure. You know whose draft capital went through the roof after uh, after the Combine? John Ross. John Ross, dude. That was literally the exact guy I was thinking of. Let's he ran go. a 4-2, bro. John Ross, dude. He he ran that 40, and he was to the moon. Because, I mean, speed kills in the NFL, right? I'm pretty sure he won. Uh, there was some company doing, like, a promotion that was giving away a large sum of money. If someone broke the 40 time, which he did. And, uh, yeah, so he, he made out like a bandit on that. He, he got himself, his draft stock rose extreme. Uh, he got picked up, he made all kinds of money. And I, now I think he bags groceries. Hopefully he ain't bagging groceries after the bags that he got. Yeah. But yeah, it panned out to be just a not good yeah, Darius Hayward Bay all over again. That's a, that's another good one. Forgot about him. Oh, what's what's that? Uh, what's that other speedster? He's in Arizona. Rondale? No, 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 no. Isabella. Isabella. Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. UMass. Do you, do you know that uh, the Cardinals took Andy Isabella like two picks before DK Metcalf? Uh. Yeah, they're kicking themselves for that one. Yeah. Gross. We should do a show on like guys that have been missed out on. Now, uh, never mind. We could probably do about a hundred shows about that. Yeah, that can yeah. go on forever. We can do a combine show, though, man. I think there's some math out there that shows. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I because we. I, I don't even think I've mentioned what we're doing now. Um, as the off season starts, we're going to be doing two episodes a week, um, releasing Monday and Friday, start your week, end your week, mad fantasy football. Um, one episode is going to be questions and one episode is going to be content based, um, just for the off season and for the content. We'll just, you'll see, we, we have a, we have a plan. We have a plan. We, we know what the content is. Um, we set out on this journey of podcasting and and we made sure that we had a plan um so we're gonna stick to it and and give you year round nfl get your get your nfl jollies off year round where the season starts now for dynasty yeah honestly yeah it's a whole new season for you dynasty warriors see what it did there all right thanks take it away all right Away at 59-54. These are all dynasty, obviously, by the way. Ten-team, two-quarterback. Give the 103 and the 108 to get the 101. Says he needs running backs. 103-108 for the 101 and a ten-team, two-quarterback. Done. I would do it. Give me that 101. B. John Robinson is supposed to be the next surefire thing. Um, he's already, in my opinion, a top six dynasty running back. Um, 
yeah, he's just phenomenal. He's he's the best running back to come out since Saquon Barkley is is the going rate right now. So we'll see where the draft sends him. Um, hopefully as a favorable team. You don't know. I've heard talks of the Chargers, which might be kind of rough. You could have some bad landing spots, but the man is stout. He's built like a tank. He's fast. He can catch. He can do it all. So uh, give me the one-on-one, especially in a 10 team. Blaine? Yeah, as long as you're not having any quarterback issues, then go for the one-on-one. Okay, what's your what's your thought process behind it? Uh, yeah, just like you said, I mean, Bijan Robinson is supposedly a generational talent, and and I mean, busts happen, but he is not indicating any sort of bust potential. Um, yeah. And I mean, like if you're if you're good on quarterbacks. Uh, if you weren't going on quarterbacks in a 10-team super flex, um, then you probably need those two first-round picks to spend one on a quarterback. Um, so I would say, I mean, even if you're good at one position and mediocre at the other, still go for that 101 in Bijan. Yeah, I totally agree. I uh, <coughs> Sorry. I, I tanked in two leagues. One, I probably didn't have to just to get my hands on Bijan. He's going to be that good. Unsightly meat. Aaron Jones plus what gets me Drake London? Aaron Jones plus what? Um, as, as a guy, are, let, let me, are you let me having take, to really add to Aaron Jones to get Drake yeah, London? Yeah. As a guy who loves Drake London, I, I think you. I think you're getting a late. 110 or later, but it's got to be first round. Aaron Jones in a late first for me. Yeah, I've kind of I've kind of put myself in the shoes now. Instead of like looking at these from the outside, I, I'm asking myself, if I had Drake London, would I be comfortable with Aaron Jones and whatever? And so for this instance, man, I don't love Aaron Jones next year. I didn't love him coming into this year. Uh, Wayne and Beggs were both on him, and they hit. They hit. I just don't see it coming to fruition again next year. I think he's going to be 28 years old. Aaron Rodgers is more than likely out of Green Bay. Um, uh, yeah, it's got to be at least a first. You got to make me feel good about it, honestly. I don't want Aaron Jones. I wouldn't want Aaron Jones. Um, so you'd have to pretty much make me an offer I can't refuse, just straight up. I don't know, and I think I think your how competitive you are in the league is going to play a big role. Um, if you're giving up Aaron Jones and you're figuring out what to add, then obviously you're trying to get younger. So, and, and if somebody's taking Aaron Jones, they're obviously trying to com- compete immediately. So maybe you have another decent older piece, like a well, you can throw a Keenan Allen at him and possibly ask him for a second um, to throw on top of Drake London. Um, because they're obviously in a win-now mode if they're trading away youth for uh, talent. So maybe that's something you can just try and find um, another older piece and then maybe snag a draft pick off of him to help with your rebuild, which I'm assuming is what you're doing if you're trading away Aaron Jones for Drake London. Does Aaron Jones plus Deontay Johnson get you there? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I, I guess if I'm, if I'm, you know, it's, you're not it's high on him, dude, but Deontay Johnson had a fluke year, dude. He'll be fine. 
Yeah, I mean. They paid him. I mean, he's going to be fine. They paid him and got rid of Chase Claypool. Like, they're okay with Deontay Johnson and, and George Pickens um, being the focal points of that offense. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the talent. I'm personally just trying to scoop up Drake London anywhere I can. In our two-ball league that we have, I literally just went out and got Drake London from a Falcons fan. Um, and, yeah, I, I just like Drake London going forward, so it's just hard for me to come off of him. That's all. When, don't love Aaron Jones either. When Mariota left, you saw what that boy could do, man, when he actually had a quarterback who could throw the ball downfield. He's going to be the man. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Keck boy, 10-team super flex. Swift in a 25-1 or ETN in a 24-second way. Swift, 25-1, ETN, 24-second. Uh, no. I'm, I'm riding Swift out. Uh, I think I think Jamal Williams is going to find himself a, a nice landing spot and get paid. And Swift will be back doing Swift things, being Swifty. I agree. I think he's more talented than ETN. ETN's situation is just a little bit better in his health. Yeah, it's hard for me to pay Swift and a first, even though it's a million years in the future, for ETN. Honestly, so yeah, I'd, I'd rather just keep the Swift side. Hope think, hope that they don't absolutely all off season. I'm going to be praying to the fantasy gods that um, the Lions don't bring in another running back. Just I think, feel like dude, they're going to. Just think if if Swift got half of what Jamal Williams vultured, he would have been a, a league winner. Yeah, elite, elite. TBP WPG. Going, I'll go to you on this one. The 104 for the 110 and Christian Kirk. Mm. Wayne's nodding his head. He's taking Kirk in the 10. That's your boy. I know, man. I'm just 104 for 110 and Christian Kirk. That's right. To your credit, I, I think that's a pretty even trade. I do, I do, I do. Um, yeah, I think I would take. I think yeah. I would do that. Yep. Christian Kirk is good. I mean, regardless of Calvin Ridley coming up next year, this offense is on the up and up. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's going to be a big breakout candidate next year. The offense is looking good. It's a clean sweep. Take Christian Kirk. My dog is a cool cat. Uh, going, I'm going to start with you again on this one because I know you are the most avid Lamar hater I know. This guy got offered Joe Mixon, Baker Mayfield, the 108, and a 24-1 for Lamar and a Superflex. Mixon, Mayfield, 108, and a 24-1. For Lamar, straight yeah. up? Yeah. I would, uh, I would be on the Lamar side. I'd rather have the Lamar side, a hundred percent. Yeah, he Mayfield, did. He did. What, you, he what did is the, anyone doing offering Baker Mayfield like he's worth anything? He did the good old fashioned, just pile it on. Just, uh, just here, still, here, give me, give me five hundred dollars for my storage unit of junk. Facts. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Like looking at the bar on Madden where you just add in pieces to it and it goes up sliver by sliver, just trying to get it to the approval rating. This, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. This man, this man found Jason Kelsey on the waiver wire and tried to throw that into the trade. <laughs> man, yeah. man, yeah. if Goni's if vouching for Lamar in a trade, you know, you know, it's, it's not a good trade. Wayne, 14 team PPR. Brees Hall. Or the 106 and 114. Ooh. Give me Brees Hall. Because that's, that's that's just a stud on your team. And one stud can make a big difference in a 14-team league. Facts. That's a clean sweep for Brees Hall. I had talked to Goni about it right before you hopped on. That's a no-brainer. Uh, Wayne, coming coming back to you. It's a, it's a super flex, 12-team. Give the 105 and the 302 receive Aaron Rodgers and Nick Chubb. Rodgers and Chubb for the 105 and 302. Super flex. Oh, man. This this definitely calls for the patented pause. Ooh, patented pause. Something spicy's got to come out. It's soon. all. It, this is this is one of those things where it's if you're in a rebuild, you know what to do, and if you're trying to win now, you know what to do. I mean, do you, do you trust Aaron Rodgers enough to be a starting quarterback next year? Yes. I think that's the answer. To this. Yes, I do. Okay. I don't think it'll be in Green Bay, but Aaron Rodgers it, isn't going anywhere to sit the bench. It comes down to. Is this going to be a put you over the top kind of move, mostly for Nick Chubb? Honestly, I, I think Nick Chubb's got another year. Um, he scored a bunch of touchdowns this year. Of course, everyone knows that the passing work isn't really his strong suit, so that always hurts him. Um, Aaron Rodgers, though, man, he's nearly just a throw-in on this man. I I need I checked just to just to see how he was doing this year. Hey, you I boys, he threw for three hundred yards. In a game, even even worse than that, he didn't have one game with twenty or more fantasy points. Twenty listen, points is like the benchmark for listen, a quarterback. Though, listen, my man's is leaving Green Bay. He's leaving a a terrible offense that had no receivers, and he's going to have his pick of the litter of a lot of teams. Um, he's obviously going to pick a team with a decent offensive line. And weapons for him to use. So I think we could have a big Aaron Rodgers resurgence next year because it, it's ultimately up to him. Does he follow Devonta to Vegas or is that bridge burnt? I think he definitely could. Uh, no, that bridge is not burned. They're fine. I, he knows he knows Devonta and Derek Carr were college roomies and, and wanted to link back up. Why would you? Okay. He's probably salivating over the Raiders. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams. He's salivating over that. If Aaron Rodgers goes to to the Raiders, he's he's going to have a great year, and the Raiders will have a good year too. I'm not putting them against the Bills. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they'll they'll be they'll be good for sure. Okay. Going. What do you think? Are you doing it? And like I said, if if you think those are the pieces that you're going to need to win a championship which I'd be kind of surprised if they were, uh, then I would take it. But I, 
Otherwise, man, I really don't think so. I don't I don't know. This could be the beginning of the end for Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be 40 years old next year. Say whatever you like. I know he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but no one sees the, the drop until you drop. Um, I don't know, man. He's done I, it before. I got a doink for you. What yeah. did Aaron Rodgers finish in fantasy this year? I want to make this reasonable. QB 13 is what I'm showing. I think he's a top 10 quarterback fantasy-wise next year. That's fine. I mean, he he can be. He absolutely would you, would you can. Put a, would you put a doink on it? Nah, I don't want to put a doink on that. He didn't really have Begley, that good do you want it? Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I can see it going either way. I just don't want to bet my assets on it. That's all. If it's me. Also, I'll take that dunk all day, man. You saw what happened with Tommy. Here we go, and now we get we're gonna have Goni crying about not taking doinks later, even though this is a doink. You're get you're getting sloppy seconds on this doink offer. That's fine. You, you good money, dude. Go ahead, take it. <clears throat> I, right. I'm not talking them into. You. I'm not talking you into doinks this year, Gone. Those are the only ones you beat me on last year. I'm gonna give you one opportunity, and then if you say no, I'm I'm moving on, man. No sympathy doinks for me either. No. Cut off. Goni might not win a doink. Without the injury provision and sympathy doinks. Wow. He might not win one this year. Think about it. That's what that's all he won. Sympathy doinks and injury related. The barest of cupboards. Wayne, while he's typing that into the ledger, Johnny, 12, 11, 10. It's a one quarterback PPR league. He's giving. Olave, Jamison Williams in the 110. He's getting CeeDee Lamb in the 106. Nah. You're holding Olave, Jamison in the 10? Yep. I just don't don't know about the quarterback situation in Dallas, and I don't like it. I understand he's the – CeeDee Lamb's the one, and he had a good year. He did. But Dak sucks, man. Dak sucks. Facts. It doesn't matter. Just assume assume Dak is going to be the quarterback next year and assume that they get Sean Payton. Not that I think they do. What What's your answer then? I'm still sticking with Olave, Jameson, and... Um, the, exactly. I just wanted to give you the best possible scenario to see if even that would sway you. Olave um, showed a lot this year. Olave in a, is... In a so-so good. offense. He's going to be very good. The man is excellent. Um, Jamison Williams is a freak athlete who didn't really get too much playing time this year because they took it slow with him and he was recovering. I think him and Amon Ra, they're going to be tough next year. Um, yeah, I, I feen like I'm, I'm taking that side for sure. I see I, I'm, I, I think this is more even than, than, than you guys are, are, are thinking. I mean, you're not taking Jamison in the 110 for CD if you're the CD owner. You're not no. taking that. Nope, right. You're not taking Olave straight up for CD for the CD owner, no. So Olave in the 110 for CD, you you'll, you'll think about it. I'd consider right? that so, one. Yep. So yeah, then, so, so then it comes down to Jamison in the 106. I mean, to me, that's pretty even. I mean, no, it's 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 not egregious. It's not a stupid trade by any means. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, I was just saying which side I'd rather have on it personally. Okay. But yeah, you're right. I mean, especially when you break it down like that, it's. It's not like it's it's far off by any means. I'm sure there's people that would rather have the the CD side. 
They're wrong, but I mean, it's fair. I I think there's a drop off at 106. I think you miss out on the majority of of the big, talented guys in this rookie class. I I disagree, man. I take you on a side. Well, I mean, when when you look at the run, you got Bijan Gibbs. Depending on how you feel about Quentin Johnson, I've seen him anywhere from 103 to 110. He's kind of a polarizing guy. You know, I like Tank Bigsby out of, out of Auburn uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, Devin A. Chain out of Texas A&M is little, but those are the, really the three big running backs I've seen from running back from a running back standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's a you just don't know. He hadn't played football in a year. You know, and he's little. We'll so's, see. So's Devon Smith. Smith was also little. He's the outlier. He's not. He's not the rule. Lamar Chase accepted. also did not play football for a year. Also the exception, not the rule. But, but two good examples, for sure. All right. Thrill House 45. The 12-team PPR. It's switching to Superflex in 2024, which is interesting. Give up his 110. Get Gabe Davis and Brock Purdy. No, nah, don't do it. Get, keep your 110, man. <laughs> Ooh. What? What? Go, Wayne, what do you think? What an about face going? What, what What? did you see from Gabe Davis that made you shun him? He just absolutely, he didn't live up to the hype, man. He couldn't have been in a better position, at, like, compared to any other wide receiver, too, in the league, aside from, like, T. Higgins, maybe. Um, you're in one of the most pass-heavy offenses. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the game. He had the moment, and he did not seize it, man. I've seen numerous games where he's dropping balls. Um, he seems like he's just a deep threat who occasionally he'll, he'll get the catch. He's not a 50-50 guy. If uh, you know if a cornerback uh, is even remotely close to him or has a hand anywhere near him, he's probably going to drop the ball. He, he's kind of a one-trick pony, man, and uh, he underperformed. I was so high on him going into the year. I've still got hope for him because I have him in a couple leagues, but it was just uh, it was a very underwhelming season for Gabe Davis. Yep, and you don't have to you don't have to you know go crazy to try and get you know quarterbacks to handle super flex two years out. So I think heading for Brock Purdy is kind of kind of jump in the gun because you have no idea what his situation is. He's going to need surgery. You don't know where he's going to be, if he's going to be playing. So to give up an asset like a draft pick for a very underwhelming receiver and a guy that you have no idea if you'll if he'll even be usable when you go to a super flex, it's just a little much. Hang on to your, hang on to your draft pick. Yep. Clean sweep on that one. Uh, Jack, 12404. Uh, going, on, I'm going to go to you on this one. It's a 12-team PPR Superflex. It's a half-point tight end premium. Give Jahan Dotson in the 111. Get Traylon Burks, Chiego Conquo in the 211. And you're giving up Dotson in what? In the 111. Getting Chig and Traylon, essentially. Well, I don't like that they play on the same team. 
Um, that's oh. really the only thing I don't like about it. Honestly, if they played for separate teams, I'd I'd probably be down. But nah, I, I don't want to trade for two guys on the same team at yep. the wide receiver and and such a bad passing offense. Regardless, man, it's just bad business. Wayne, did I hear that right? You're holding on to Jahan Dotson. Yeah, yeah, that's that's terrible to put your eggs in the Titans passing basket. It's true. And just a little backstory, Wayne thinks Jahan Dotson isn't worth a pack of Haynes underwear. So that's not again, true. I just don't think he's the second coming like you all do. I don't think that at all. I don't think that, that dude. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh Wayne, twelve team superflex. PPR, give Jamison Williams a 24-1 in two seconds. Get Josh Jacobs, Terry McLaurin, and Mac Jones. Give Jamison Williams a 24-1 in two seconds. Get Josh Jacobs, Terry McLaurin, and Mac Jones. Yeah. You're taking Jacobs, McLaurin, and Mac Jones? Yeah. Is it close? Uh, yeah. Mac Jones is, is going to be, uh, you know, pretty solid from the super flex position. Terry McLaurin, uh, is, is still very serviceable. Uh, he had a pretty good year this year. Um, WR2, right? Going in the middle of the pack WR2, if memory serves. Yeah, I believe so. And I'll then, bet it while you're going. While you're and then Josh thing. Jacobs set the world on fire. So I think, you know, Terry McLaurin's still young. Mac Jones is young. Um, so you're getting, I understand you're giving up Jamison Williams, um, which is very young, but it's not like you're trading him out for a bunch of old guys. Um, and Josh Jacobs could be that piece to, to help you win a championship soon. Wide receiver 14. So high in WR2. Yeah. Goni? Yeah, I'm with Wayne on that one. Um, Mac Jones is going to continue to play football. Like he said, um, all the good things. McLaurin, Jacobs killed it. If Jacobs goes back to the Raiders, uh, just because he's a free agent, he could get a, a deal with them. I, I think he absolutely continues to dominate. Especially especially if they get Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, they had Derek Carr and he crushed it this year. It's just they finally gave him the keys to the offense this year. I guess it just took John Gruden getting out of there uh, for, for it to happen. Yeah. Agreed. That's a clean sweep on that one as well. Take take the players. Currency thirty nine ninety eight. I, I like this one. Twelve team super flex PPR. I like this one for the podcast. It's an easy answer for me. Super flex PPR twelve team. Side A Mahomes. Side B Fields and CMC. Side B. All day, every day, and twice I'm on, on the Sunday. Side. I'm on the Mahomes side for for me, Goni. Side B for sure, man. Your your hatred, your absolute hatred of Justin Fields, bro. Guys, you're giving away in a super flex the second or third most valuable asset, maybe the first. Mm -hmm. You look at it. Take a stab at Justin Fields hanging around the league in an aging CMC. Why? I don't know why you think Justin Fields is like hanging by a thread or something. He doesn't really know. Brody, it's his second year in the league. Okay. Plenty of 
crushed it, crushed it from an offensive standpoint. All right. The man can't do everything. They had they they were competitive this year. They lost a, a bunch of one score games. They weren't getting blown out on the regular. Like they lost a lot of one score games. Uh, I believe the Lions were one of the had one of like the worst one score games last year. We saw what happened this year. They almost they they came within a half of a game of making the playoffs. They had a great run. They built on it. Justin Fields can do the same thing. Look at uh, look at Trevor Lawrence. We've had this discussion already before, you know, off the show. Trevor Lawrence, they had the number one pick last year. My man's had another year to to develop, grow around the team. They make some offseason acquisitions. They paid the crappy team tax for guys to come there like Christian Kirk. And just the development alone, like they got the right coaching. They got the right pieces. Okay. The the Bears, the Bears have $101 million in cap space in the number one pick. Best believe they're going to put some weapons around their quarterback. Can I, I guarantee? Can, can I voice this question to you, Begley, a little bit differently? Sure. Would you take side A, the number two quarterback, or side B, the number two running back and the number seven quarterback? If you give it to me in that kind of a vacuum, I, I'd probably take side B. I'm taking side A just on my projection on fields, personally. And but CNC's he's 26, man. I mean, that's old for a running back. Yeah, but he's also taken two years off. He has, but, I mean, Gone himself has, has said, and I know you gave me a quizzical look, but there's something to be said about the injuries out there, man. It's a thing, right? He's a he's a huge risk. As good as he is, but he's one of the only ones who didn't get hurt. We've seen that the age doesn't matter, though. Also in the Shanahan offense, where he Moster was like twenty nine years old and he was still getting all kinds of play. Like, and, and it's not it's not like in Carolina where it's like uh, whenever they could line up against Carolina, it's stop CMC. You know, he's his his life expectancy definitely went up whenever he went to an offense with other people that the defense has to worry about. But he still went there. He still went there and was extremely successful from a fantasy standpoint and from a football standpoint, honestly. It's true. Oh, everything you said is true. I, I just, for the audience, we've had this conversation a lot amongst ourselves. I, I just worry about a guy who's won five games in two years. The truly good to elite quarterbacks have produced in their second year. Dak did it. Mahomes did it. Herbert did it. I think Lawrence got hit with the Urban Meyer curse once he finally got a real NFL coach. He produced. I, I, I mean, never in the NFL as a quarterback that I can that I can remember that's averaged 160 passing yards a game, gone on to be anything at all. You got to throw to win in this league. Period. Lamar Jackson, bro. He averages 200 passing yards a game in his career, man. 200. That's how far. That's how worse. Fields is in Lamar in, the in his game. career. Yeah, that's his career average in the NFL's 200 passing yards a game. I promise. Can, can like, we agree that that Lamar is in you know, was put into a a little bit better situation than Justin Fields? I 100% agree. So so why can't we think that Fields can increase by 40 yards a game if the Bears go out and spend their mass amount of cap space? 
well, to the problem honestly is, not even on offensive line. He's better out of the pocket. Go go get a, go get you an insane defense. You bought you know you bought some okay uh, some okay offensive weapons and Chase Claypool and you got Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. You don't really need to do a lot on the offensive line because he runs. I mean, you you'd have to get some serious athletes and pay top dollar if if, if you're trying to go out and get a tackle. Honestly, I go out and I make every stud defensive acquisition I can possibly do in the offseason and give Justin Fields more chances. I give him I give him an elite number one as well. We've seen it already over the last couple of years. You put an elite number one wide receiver. I would do everything in my power to get DeAndre Hopkins from the Cardinals, who are actively shopping him anyways. I would do everything I can to bring DeAndre Hopkins to Chicago to help the development of him. They're going to spend all that money. This man is going to. He's they can do afford. They can afford whatever they want to get in this offseason. and yeah, that's like, and that's a that's I, a great thing if you're a Bears fan. I will absolutely guarantee he's going to beat that 150. He's going to raise his career average next year, without a doubt. I, boys, the Bears have a lot of holes to fill, a ton. But I'm saying he was productive. He was extremely pro- – he's the only thing on the entire team that inspires confidence in the Chicago Bears. That's why I don't think his job is in jeopardy at all. I don't I don't think they trade him. I don't think he has to worry about it. They just need to set him up for success because he has nothing. And he showed, he showed signs. That's why I don't think the Bears are going to go out and draft a quarterback with their first pick. They're going to mm-hmm. go and get a top guy. And do you think a second, third round, fourth round quarterback that they draft is going to take over Justin Fields this year? Absolutely not. I, I do because he's he's not showing you any arm talent. He showed you leg talent. And, and there is not a single quarterback in the NFL, in, in the history of the league, that is that, that can win games solely on their legs. You have to be able to throw. Cam learned how to throw. Lamar's learned how to throw. Maybe Fields does. Taylor had a throw for like a year and then forgot again. Exactly. And he was shortly out of the league. He was dog water. It was, it was mostly like because he had ten, Ted Ginn. He just threw it as far as he could, and Ted Ginn ran under it. Yeah. And, and I'd take Cam, Cam Newton is twice the athlete that Justin Fields is. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying the man finished as the QB7 in his sophomore year with one of the most abysmal teams in the NFL. Like, it can only go up. It can only get better. I, I, I'm just I'm surprised to hear you all say you don't take the crown jewel, the set it and forget it in a super flex league. You're good for a decade at the quarterback spot. And you guys are risking it over fields. A guy who the Bears have already talked about trading this year. Yeah, dude. The cheat code in fantasy football is running quarterbacks, man. It's unfair. Mahomes could throw for his 300 yards a game and and three touchdowns and be fine. And if Justin Fields is scoring, I don't know, four or five points less than him, like in a game, maybe three points less than him in a game, and he's thrown for 150 yards, but he can do the rest with the legs, like that's fine. That's the cheat code. That's why. Like, I understand. I, I fully back. I understand what you're saying, the arm talent and everything and this and that. That's cool. But what he can do with the legs more than makes up the difference. And we've seen it out of Jalen Hurts this year, man. They gave him elite number one wide receiver and A.J. Brown. The man finished as a QB three this year. Like, it can happen. 
it can absolutely happen. There is a world where Justin Fields develops uh, into a solid actual quarterback. He just needs the weapons around him, and I think that he gets them in this offseason. And the Bears figured it out. It was the Bears. They were trying to turn Justin Fields into something he was not. He's not a pocket passer. He's very unsuccessful just standing in the pocket and throwing. And when they finally tried to make stop fitting that that square into a circle a hole and and just let him let him be an athlete, he not only did he produce more with his legs, but he was way more accurate passing. Okay. Well, that currency, there you have it. I, th- I think you've got you've heard some pretty good arguments on both sides of the coin there, man. Uh, you get two for Field CMC, one for Mahomes there. Um, I'll happily eat my crow if I'm wrong about Fields. I was this year. Maybe I'll continue to be wrong. We'll see. Um, Lee Salk, 10-team Superflex PPR. Waddle, 4, the 1-4, and the 1-8. You're shipping him, right? Man. You're shipping him. Come on. That's hard to come off of, man. I think I'm shipping him. In a 10-team, you're shipping him. He's gone. He's gone. You have to. Man. The one in the world. I'd probably hang on to him still. Wow. Wayne and I I co-own our Dynasty squad, and we have Waddle. And it, this would be one where we're just button heads on because it's hard for me to come off of it. I'm not steadfast in it. I could be convinced. But, like, first instinct, Jalen Waddle, man. This guy gives one more piece of info, and he says the first three picks are going to go Bijan, Young, and Stroud. So you're going to get Gibbs with the 104. Does that change your mind? Yeah. Well, it, it further sets mine in stone. Yeah, I'm absolutely trading him, Goni. I mean, I guess if, I guess if you have the insider info, man, on on the fast track to a running back, if you're getting Gibbs, it makes it easier. It makes it easier for sure. That's really good value in a ten team. That's really good value. Yeah, I mean, you're you're still acting like uh, Jalen Waddle's not a wide receiver one or something, though. Okay, honest question, right? Let's say let's say Tua doesn't play f- football anymore. Yeah. Let's say Miami swings and misses in the free agent market, or maybe they go get Matt Ryan. Do you still like Jalen Waddle? Just hi- hypothetically speaking, swings and misses in the free agent market. Did they like? Did they swing and miss and then retire from baseball? What? You can I... swing and miss in free agency and still get better than Matt Ryan. I, I suppose that's true. I mean, they could stick with Skylar Thompson. If it's Skylar Thompson starting next year, do you still like Waddle as much? Honestly. There is no world that Skylar Thompson – who doesn't want to come to Miami? What do you mean? Like, they're, they're, they've got to be one of the front runners to land, like a Tom Brady or something. Who doesn't want to play in the warm weather all year round with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the, the fastest wide receiver duo in the game right now? Uh, they're on the up and up. Um there's no world where I don't see them bringing someone in just because it's, it's so appealing. It's a hypothetical, man. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that's that's two for shipping it, three for shipping it, unless, you know. He's, a wide says no eight, you, he's 24 years old and he's a wide receiver eight this year. Come on. Fabulous composer, 254. 12-team super flex. 
104 and the 109 for Kyler. No. Ah. What do you need? What has to make what do you what do you get that makes that happen? To go along with the picks. Oh, he's sending the 104 and 109 for Kyler, right? He's getting the picks. He has Kyler. Oh, no, send then, send yes. Kyler. Yeah. Get yeah, your send picks. Ky- get him out. Kyler's not that dude, man. He's he, good. He's good. Don't get me wrong. Goni, now dag on it. He's a running quarterback. He's the quote unquote cheat code, and he's better than Fields. We we have that info. We know that to be true. He's, right? he's better with the arm. Yeah, he doesn't run like that though anymore. He doesn't run like that since his second year. He falls too off small. in the second half religiously anymore. He can't stay healthy. He's been hurt the last two years. He's going to lose DeAndre Hopkins. He wasn't good with DeAndre Hopkins this year. I know Hollywood Brown crushed it, but you can have a great wide receiver put up numbers and the quarterback still be trash. It's just he's not a guy I believe in. So, like, take that with a grain of salt uh, for anyone listening. Kyler Murray could be your guy. You you could love him. Um, I've had him the last couple of years. I don't think he's that dude that's going to put you over the top in any scenario. He's got a lot of negatives working against him, in my opinion. Um, so, like I said, just for me, I, I'm not going to send two firsts in the top ten for Kyler Murray, super flex or not. No, okay. he's for some reason he's been trending down. Uh, you hear a lot of a lot of things coming from the locker room, like he's not. Um, well liked on the team, um, which which says a lot. Uh, the whole contract thing with him, you know, it, it just shows that he really doesn't care as much as everybody else, and that can lose you a locker room so fast. And when you lose the locker room, typically the job comes shortly after. Um, he's really small, and it was okay whenever he was using his legs a lot. Um, now he's not using his legs as much, so his size is becoming more... Uh, more of an issue, and and of of course, if you lose hands like DeAndre Hopkins in the off season, then you're obviously going to be trending down. And one more thing, one more thing. Sorry, Beggs, is he's going to be starting over uh, again this year? They they lost their head coach, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's out of there. You have to figure the OC is going to be out of there as well. So you're you're starting from scratch year one with a whole new regime. So, I mean, that's going to take some getting used to as well and whether or not the scheme and playbook and all that good stuff fits. So that's all I got to say for that. Sorry, Beggs. You're good. Those are all, all good points. I was actually on the fence, and then once you guys uh, argued your side, I, I became a believer. Ship him out of there. Very well said. Uh, just a couple more here. No, no, Nav. 12-team, two-quarterback, two-tight end, tight end premium. It's a mouthful. Two quarterback, two tight end, tight end premium. There's there's an A, B, and C. I, th- I think he's wanting us to choose which one we like best. A, Pitts, Mike White, a late second. B, Kyler. C, Waddle, Jamison Williams, and Sam Howell. Two quarterback, two tight end, tight end premium. Pitts, Mike White. B, Kyler. C. Waddle and Jamison Williams and Sam Howell. I'm going to take C. Okay. Why? Uh, it's it's just that I mean, Waddle's already a proven commodity. 
Jameson Williams is high potential upside, young wide receiver kind of a guy. We still have to see it on the field to materialize and all that before we crown him a stud. Sam Howell is obviously a throwaway, but you have you have a sure thing, and you have two potential great pieces there. Sam Howell is going to ride your bench. Kyle Pitts, for all he's been worth, he's been more hype than reality over the last couple of years. He might show up next year. They're probably going to draft a quarterback. Um, I don't know if Desmond Ritter's that guy. I'd like your guys' opinion on that and whether or not uh, they're going to draft a guy. And then same thing, like we said, we just got done with, with Kyler Murray. Um, I don't really love him. He could be your super flex guy, not necessarily your QB1. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if he was my uh, QB2 in a super flex. But, Who, Mike yeah. White? No, no, Kyler Murray. He was, oh, he was okay, okay. side was B like... on that. He's side B on that, but I'm going I'm, – yeah, Mike White also, I, I think he's just going to be buried. They're, like I don't think he's ever really going to get a fair shake. So yeah. – that's why I go side C. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm C as well. Uh, Sam Howell and and Mike White kind of cancel each other out because um, neither of them are going to play for you. Um, and then I'm just looking at it from a Jamison Williams, Jalen Waddle for Pitts side, and that's an easy choice for me. I, I'm a little different. I'm taking Pitts in a tight end premium, two tight end. That dude's got crazy value, man. I mean, I mean if. If you compare him with another good tight end, you have a huge advantage. I mean, Mariota was atrocious in the passing game. It can only get better, right? I mean, the guy's an elite talent. That's the hope. I Like, I, I completely see where you're coming from. He could be Kelsey-esque, especially in, you know, uh, a tight end premium league like that with two tight ends. Um, that's just, we have to see it. That's that's kind of you, you planting your flag and – uh, it's just injuries. Injuries. We just kept and waiting no for it. We just kept waiting for it all year. That's what it it just is. never happened. That's what it is. It's the offense, man. It's. Uh, I mean, it was. Uh, I agree. He's got. He's got the build and the athletic ability to be insane. But it's just like, yeah. is he going to be hampered by by this offense for another year or two? And if so, it's just not worth it to me. And that's kind of like a, you know, agree to disagree thing. I mean, I get. It's one of those things that we're just going to have to find out. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, A or C. We have two two for C, one for A. Uh, last two, Dopamine Addict, 12-team Superflex PPR. Chris Godwin and Brees Hall, four. Amon Ra, 104, 106. Chris Godwin, Brees for Amon Ra, 104, 106. Superflex PPR. Yeah, I do that trade. I do too. Who knows? Who knows who's going to be slinging it to Chris Godwin next year? Brees Hall, love him, great. Um, but to go to Amon Ra, who I think gets better with Jamison Williams healthy, um, I think losing Hawkinson and a healthy Jamison um, is going to make Amon Ra very successful. And then, so so for me, I think Amon Ra is going to be better than Chris Godwin. So I think he's winning a little bit there. So for me, it's just kind of the one hundred four, one hundred six for Brees. And it's it, it, it's a good trade. It's a good trade. Just I would rather take the draft picks and Amon Ra. Yeah, I mean honestly, that, that's well said. That's well said. Um, I agree with that sentiment. It, it's hard for me to come off of Brees Hall after seeing yeah. what he did 
injury or not. But yeah, it's it's two good shots, and it's a super flex too. So you could end up getting Gibbs uh, yep. there at that 104 spot. So I like where it's at. You have a chance at a quarterback if you need it in either of those spots. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, Wayne's been quite the wordsmith tonight. Well said again, Wayne. Uh, last one. Exact course, 83-93. 12 team, half point PPR, Superflex League. He says he's got the 111 and he's rebuilding. What young established receiver or running back would you trade this pick for? Or would you hold the pick? Just curious what you would do in my situation. For the 101? 111. It's a 12-team half PPR super flex. He's rebuilding. What do you try to do with the 111, Wayne? I'm not sure you can get. I don't. I don't know what he's expecting. Like as far as established goes, that's something where you're gonna have to take your shot on someone. You might be able to get maybe like the best guy I can think of that would be in that range for a 111. And you'd probably have to be in on him as this year not being a fluke would be Christian Kirk. He's still young. Um, he's in a good offense. He's He might be attainable for the 111. He might not be. Um, you might be able to snag like DJ Moore in a third. That's not bad. That's a good one. Let me throw this one out there. I don't know if it's possible in a super yeah. flex, but what if you try to buy, uh, buy low on Trey Lance? Here, maybe a Trey Lance and a Nico Collins. Uh, I'll like I'll defer to Goni. We I'm I'm the notorious Trey Lance hater. I would like that. I'd I'd go for a Trey Lance and a Nico Collins if if I could get it for a one eleven. Yeah, I mean if you're a Trey Lance guy, you're you're hanging on. You're hoping he plays next year for sure. You might have the yips, and you might want to sell them for whatever you can in a first-round pick. Yeah, uh, that's that's definitely a good call. I don't, as far but Trey Lance isn't established, you know, or Nico Collins also really isn't established necessarily. Um, like I said, you're going to have to plant your flag. You're going to have to take someone before the breakout comes. And if you take something like that, like Beggs just said, and you hit on one or both of them, you're you're going to be extremely happy with that. Wayne, let me throw a name out. George Pickens. Can you get him for the 111? I doubt it. He's too young. He's too young. And he just, he had a, he had a good year. And you got to think, he's not going to be dealing with these quarterback issues for too long. Okay. I don't know. I If I have George Pickens, I'm not sending him away for the 111. Okay. Two more names, uh, then we'll wrap it up. What about A.J. Dillon for the 111? Can you get him? I wouldn't send Dillon for the 111. I have Dillon. I'm optimistic about his future. I think next year is the year that we see that we expected this year out of him, if that makes any sense at all. It does. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking at. Um I traded Mark? for AJ Dillon like right before he got super hot this year. Okay, Michael Pittman, one eleven or Michael Pittman? Who? 
That's a good Pittman. one. I'm taking Pittman there. I like I'd, the talent. I'd probably take Pittman as well. Yeah, I'd probably take Pittman as well. Really. Like I said, like I've, I've said numerous times, you're going to have to get a guy who is before the breakout and hope that he just breaks out. Like you're you're not going to get a guy who's already a young running back or wide receiver one, probably not a wide receiver running back two. Like I was thinking Damian Pierce, but no one's going to trade you Damian Pierce for the 111. You're, you're just not going to get that. You got to be willing to lose. And at the end exact of the day, at the end gamble. of the day, your draft pick is, is the same gamble. So, you know, it's, it's, you got to be willing to lose. It's just whoever you're highest on. Yep. So exact course, take a stab at a guy you like. Maybe a guy you can buy cheap, a Lance, Elijah Moore, plus a Michael Pittman. Take advantage of the market around the player. And that's all we got. That's all we got, man. All right. Gentlemen, Mad Mob, it's been good. Uh, strapping up the chaps and hopping back in the saddle for a few feet.